Welcome to the Wander Learn Show. I'm your host, Francis Tapon. In this episode, we will be looking back at my 2021 predictions and see how I did, and then project forward what's going to happen in 2022. Let's start off with the 2021 predictions. I predicted 40,000. And here we are at the end of the year of 2021, and the price is about 47,000. In fact, the average price for the entire year was also about $47,000. So pretty spot on, but I'm happy about it because so many other people were predicting six-figure Bitcoins, you know, 100,000, 200,000. A plan B was talking about his floor model, which was going to be $135,000 by the end of December. And then he was like, okay, well, how about the $100,000 for the average price? And that will be, and then that didn't work out either. And so now he's just scrambling to reinvent himself once again and say, okay, well, how about an average price for the whole cycle? I was much more conservative, but bullish. I mean, we started this year at 27,000 and we ended it at 47,000. So that's like a $20,000 gain. Hey, to me, that's great. For some strange reason, not everybody thinks that. So stay tuned to the second half of this when I talk about predictions for 2022. But first, let's keep going over the 2021 predictions. Number two, I was spectacularly wrong. It was about the coronavirus deaths. I predicted it would be half a million deaths. I was utterly, spectacularly wrong. It turned out to be about 3.5 million. (laughs) So 3 million extra deaths. I was like half a million and no, it was three. So totally wrong. And why is that? I think it's mainly because I knew the vaccines were coming and I just had this strange delusion that people would actually want to take the vaccines. Majority, of course, I thought, you know, there'll be some outliers who won't take it. But my God, the amount of vaccine hesitancy and people who are skeptical about it was just flabbergasting. So that's partially why I was spectacularly wrong, because, of course, 99% of the people who are hospitalized are the unvaccinated. My third prediction was that the worldwide flu deaths were going to be at a record low. 200,000 people, I predicted, would die from the flu. And I was pretty much right. Uh, If you read the headlines, this is what they'll say. The CDC reported that flu activity was unusually low despite high levels of testing. Their 2021 report was called What are possible explanations for the unusually low flu activity? The World Health Organization said that the most recent global flu data, quote, remains well below levels observed in previous seasons. And the Daily Mail in the UK, the headline wrote, COVID's killed off flu for a second year, and there's a curious case of vanishing influenza, which could be due to social distancing, winter jabs, and the coronavirus infections. So anyway, data is clear. I pretty much won that particular prediction. The other prediction I made, my fourth one for 2021, was that the Standard & Poor Index would go up 20%. Pretty good guess. Actually, it went up 27%. Actually, it was more bullish. And the other thing I said in the prediction was that there was going to be a pullback in September and October of 2021, and that's exactly what happened, about a 10%, more than 10% pullback. And my fifth prediction was that Jimmy Carter was going to die at the age of 98. And I thought that was going to happen in 2021, and it's actually going to happen in 2022 is when he turns 98. So I don't know if that one's right or wrong, but... <laughs> that I hope he lives to 100. It would be great to be have, to have a centenarian uh, ex-president in the United States. And my sixth and final prediction was that the amount of 
police shootings and killings in the United States would remain roughly the same as it has been for the last 10 years. In other words, despite all the George Floyd uppity up and all the protests and all the Black Lives Matter stuff, that really nothing fundamentally will change and that the amount of deaths would stay the same. And if you're curious why I felt that, there's a article I wrote, which is called, what is a reasonable level of police shootings? What would be expected? And I think until the things that I identified in that article change, we're not going to see any changes on that number. And that's in fact, in fact, exactly the case. In December 24th, 2021, the New York Times had a headline which read, despite uproar over Floyd's death, the number of fatal encounters with police has not changed. That's it for the predictions of 2021. Overall, if you are judging me strictly, I only got two out of six right. But if you're kind of lenient and you're saying, okay, all right, your stock market was pretty close, your Bitcoin was pretty close, and you know the Jimmy Carter will let that slide. Anyway, I would only have one spectacularly wrong prediction, which was the coronavirus one, where I said half a million, it turned out to be 3.5 million. So one out of six wrong is pretty good, but that only if you're judging me kindly. So how are you going to judge me for 2022? Let's look at the predictions for 2022 now. Prediction number one, of course, you got to talk, talk about Bitcoin because I've been right four out of four times. So can I make it five out of five? That would be great. Bitcoin will end the year at 75,000. By the way, last year, not only did I say 40,000, but I also said that the range would go from 30,000 to 60,000. In reality, it went from 29,000, so basically 30,000, to as high as 69,000. So Let's call it 30 to 60 is my prediction. And the reality was 30 to 69. So that was a really good prediction on the range too. This time I'm saying the range is between $40,000 as a low and as high as 140,000. Closing price for the year around $75,000. That's my prediction. Who knows if I'll be right five out of five times. But if you want to see a playlist of all my predictions, Click on the upper right-hand corner and you can see my previous predictions and watch them. So that's my first prediction, Bitcoin, 75,000 at the end of the year. Everybody else is expecting six-figure Bitcoin. We'll see if that actually happens. I really hope they're, they're right and that I'm wrong. I would love to be wrong. I'd rather be wrong and rich. <laughs> and my second prediction of the year is that inflation will hit 10% sometime in the year as on an annualized basis. So let's say if the monthly rate is 1% for the month, that's going to be over 10% for the year. I hope you guys understand that. But the CP, that's judged by the CPI, by the way. Number three prediction is related to that. The Fed funds rate will quadruple. So you're going to go from a quarter of a percent to a full percentage point. We'll see that. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes even higher because they're going to have to really put a damper on inflation. Number four, this one's going to be controversial. <laughs> I haven't done this before. Standard & Poor Index, which measures the stock market in the United States, will actually lose 5% of its value. I've always been bullish. I've always predicted a, a positive return. In fact, usually double-digit returns is what I've been predicting. But this time, I think we're going to go south, and this is going to be a bad year for stocks. And if you're curious why I think that, just briefly, I think because of the Fed having to raise in, uh interest rates and the inflation, all that stuff. I think the coronavirus will kind of continue to plague humanity and kind of put a damper on, on productivity and, 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 and commerce. China might actually go into a recession. 
uh, at some point. I mean, they can't go on forever without ever having a recession their whole life. So at some point, it's going to catch up to them. And of course, Russia and China, you know, China in the South China Sea and then Russia with Ukraine. Who knows if there's a conflagration there or something like that that could set things off. But any of these things could really put a damper on the stock market. Number five, on a positive note, the James Webb Telescope will actually work as planned. And that's going to be in the middle of 2022. So that's when we're going to find out whether everything is working as we hope it to be. Number six, a cryptocurrency uh, prediction, which is that there will be no flippening. And for those who don't know what flippening means, it basically means that Ethereum, which is the number two cryptocurrency out there, will not go above Bitcoin in market capitalization in a total worth of the, of the currency. That will not happen. Some people are expecting it to happen in 2022. I don't think it will. And speaking about Ethereum, I think that it ends 2022 at around $5,000. And why? Because I think their execution of the version 2.0 will be disappointing. That's a controversial position because a lot of people expect that Ethereum will go up to $10,000 or more. And there's a lot of bullishness around their 2.0 release, and I just don't think it's going to live up to its billing. I think it's going to have a, a ton of problems. It's going to have a lot of exploits, a lot of vulnerabilities, a lot of problems, and, and the throughput won't be as high as it expected, and the fees won't be as low as expected. All sorts of disappointment will reign, and that could open up the door for a competitor such as Solana or such as Polkadot or Cardano or maybe Avalanche to take its place and usurp it. But I don't think that will happen, but it certainly will make everybody question whether Ethereum is the real number one smart contract platform out there. Oh, and the last prediction is that Plan B will, no matter what the price is, continue to tout his stock-to-flow model as being predictive. And why? Because the bands are so wide. You're talking about a low price of $30,000, high price of $400,000. As long as in between those two bands, the model's on track. So... I talk about that in the video up here, and I'll have an update in May of 2022 for the two-year anniversary of the halving. We're going to be right in the halfway part of the two halvings. So if you want to check out that video in the upper right-hand corner, you'll learn all about my previous update to the stock-to-flow predictions. So that's it. What do you guys think? Put it in the comments down below. Tell me about your predictions. I would love to hear your predictions and see what you think. This is Francis Tapon encouraging you to wander and learn. And that concludes this episode of the Wander Learn podcast, where we explore travel, technology, and transformation. If you'd like to see the show notes with links to what we talked about, or if you'd like to comment on the show, or if you'd like to ask me a question, then go to wanderlearn.com and click on this episode. If you'd like to connect with me, just remember F Tapon. That's my first initial and my last name. FTAPON is the username I use on all social media. You can also get to my website by going to ftapon.com. And here's one last reason to remember FTAPON. If you like what I do and would like to get rewarded for supporting my projects, then go to patreon.com slash FTAPON. That's where you can pick up some remarkable rewards for as little as $2 a month. And now for five quick favors. Number one, subscribe to the Wander Learn podcast. Two, download it. Three, share it four review it somewhere and five sign up for my newsletter at wanderlearn.com our theme music was composed by eric stratman this is francis tapon encouraging you to wander and learn